welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. We really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting on these. If you aren't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe below and you'll get notified as soon as the latest Buzzcast is published. Today, we'll be speaking with Joan Trice, CEO of Altera Group, and Brian Reynolds of Reynolds Appraisal Service and the Appraiser eLearning. We'll be discussing the appraisal industry, what you need to know about the upcoming USPAP update, and Valuation Expo. Joan, I'll hand it off to you. Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Brian. It's good to see you. Thank you, Joan. Virtually. And virtually. But at least we have this as an option, which, you know, years ago we didn't. So thank goodness for technology. Thank goodness for Zoom. Exactly. Thank God technology works every now and then. I think Zoom has been a godsend. So we are getting ready to see each other live and in person, aren't we? So what's going on uh, on September the 8th that you want to share? You know, I am so excited. I'm, I'm excited to be back in person. You know, Zoom is great. I, I mean, I think it, it has fulfilled a need. Uh, we're continuing to do those. But humans need to be around humans. <laughs> we need to be there physically together and have that interaction. So I'm very excited to join you guys with Val Expo. And we're going to offer the seven-hour USPAP update course right there in Las Vegas. What a great place to take USPAP. Indeed. So what is, you know, look, I, I can't I can't tell you how many times I've taken USPAP over the course of my career, but I know we all know or well aware that it changes on a regular basis. So what is new and and actually what happened during COVID that might have impacted USPAP updates? Yeah, so what what the foundation did is, first of all, allow us to offer it virtually, which has not been an option in, in previous years. And, you know, the government-sponsored enterprises allowed uh, for some flexibility with inspections because we couldn't get in houses in certain instances. So we kind of all worked together as a profession to try and get through this nastiness. And I think they all did a good job, and we should tip our hat to that, you know, Joan, I've taken a lot of USPEP classes too. I've attended a lot of instructor workshops. And, and one thing I've heard more than once from different instructors is, I love USPEP day because I want to put the fear of God in them. <laughs> and that's just not my style. That's, yeah, you know? that's fire and brimstone. Yeah, you're going to go to, yeah, appraiser hell if you don't follow <laughs> the commandments, right? Right, right. And, and that being said, you know, it is important to fully understand and have a good grasp of the minimum requirements that are set forth as part of USPEP. I mean, that's what we have to adhere to. So it is important to, to get through that portion. And and there's a curriculum that we have to, instead of trying to scare you for seven hours, what I like to do is maybe maybe really look closely at the document, maybe, maybe really zone in on areas of USPAP that have been glided over and make money, right? So let's explore portions of USPAP that may allow you to make more money. Wow, that's I'm so glad you brought that up, Brian, and I didn't even pay you to say that, but that is really, you know, one of a piece of the mantra of Valuation Expo, learn, network, prosper. Not necessarily in that order. You can take them in any order you want, but let's face it, we're all 
capitalists. We're all in it to make money. You do that by, by learning and applying it. And it sounds like you kind of take USPAP and apply it to real world, which sets you apart, I think, maybe from some of the other instructors. Is that a fair assessment? Well, I appreciate that, Joan. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I, I've kind of been labeled with this think outside the box, right, approach. And uh, I break that down to think outside the checkbox because we're, we're real good at checking boxes, right? right? But, but one thing that I try and encourage folks to do is, you know, you, if I took away pre-printed forms from you, I should be able to hand you a copy of USPAP and you should be able to be compliant and write an appraisal report on a legal path, right? And I'm not trying to say memorize the pre-printed form and recreate it. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying meet the development requirements of USPAP, which is standard rule one, and meet the reporting requirements. And you have options there. And that's the thing that so many appraisers don't know. You don't have to communicate the results of the appraisal in one specific format. USPAP allows you so much flexibility that you have options. And there's two written option and there's one oral option. I mean, you can actually call your client over the phone and communicate the results of the appraisal orally. And and there's more than just saying the number. I don't want to I don't want to mislead anyone here, but that is an option and I sell oral reports all the time. I sell restricted appraisal reports all the time. And I bet there's at least a handful of your viewers that have never done a restricted appraisal report. It's an opportunity just waiting for them. Yeah. Fantastic. Stuck in the appraisal management technology dark ages? Are you using spreadsheets or antiquated software? You should meet Evo. Evo is the most innovative appraisal management technology on the market, trusted by lenders and AMCs, and is loaded with mind-blowing features like sophisticated decisioning algorithms to select the best appraiser for each order, the ability to configure forms and fields in real time, a user role-based design, and the industry's only compliance guarantee. Find out more at globaldms.com or call 877-866-2747. So, Brian, you mentioned COVID flexibilities. I agree with you. I thought the speed at which the GSEs and the other agencies came to market with the COVID flexibilities was outstanding. And and they modified on a regular basis until they worked out the kinks. I mean, obviously, pandemics are all new to us. Uh, We're not, we'll have to wait another hundred years, uh, I hope, to uh, enjoy the next one. Well, first of all, let's talk about you got COVID at the very front end of this, didn't you? Yeah, I I really did. Share your experience on that. Joan, it's uh, it still kind of chokes me up today to talk about that. It was uh, it was just a normal day, just just a day looking at property with my trainee, and uh, we were in the truck on the way back to the office, and and literally just that quick, I started feeling bad. 
I felt fine one minute and the next minute I started feeling not so great. And I said, uh, Matt, do I need to jump out with you? Do you need anything from me? Because I'm, I'm not feeling so great. I think I'm going to go home. He said, he said, we're good. So I literally just dropped him off at the door of the office and drove home. And by the time I got in the house, I beelined right for the bedroom. And by the time I got to the bedroom, I, I almost collapsed on the bed. That's how quickly oh, wow. I went downhill. And, wow. and yeah, just, a, you know, most folks know the symptoms now. I had, I had a headache that wouldn't go away for about 10 days straight and just felt really, really bad, you know, a high temperature. And uh, we called the uh, health department and they, they gave me a little quiz on the phone. And because I failed, they didn't let me go any further. And then finally, um, I, I got admitted to the hospital, and I was I was the was second this after ten days of being yeah yeah this was sick? after okay. yeah okay. this was after okay. ten days laying in bed not getting any better right and I'm dating a nurse practitioner she actually listened to my lungs and could hear they started filling up so she talked to my doctor and he said we're 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 taking him to the hospital right so I was the second person in my community admitted to the Davis County Hospital. Uh, so yeah, this was in March, you know, March 2020, right, right when it was yeah, starting. Front end, right. And and the third person that came into our hospital passed away. So yeah. um, did you know, know that at the time? I, I did. Yeah, Ooh. I did. And and so it was it was a very scary experience. You know, I was, of course, every they only let one nurse come in. And uh, my doctor did not even come to see me. <laughs> he looked through the glass, <laughs> waved at me. You know, that doesn't make yeah, me feel Give me a so thumbs good. up, right. I had this big device in there that would suck all the air out of the room and, you know, kind of rotate that out. And it, it was a very scary experience. And uh, and thank goodness, you know, I had a lot of lot of appraisers and, and folks throughout the country praying for me and reaching out to me. And I, I'll, I'll never forget that. It really, I think that that and, um, and just the feeling of, of, you know, Jesus Christ being there with me. I, I didn't feel alone. And, and that kind of pulled me through. Uh, it was, uh, it was a tough, scary experience. So this stuff's real. It's, it's not fabricated and uh, it's and not it, Democrat or Republican <laughs> either, is it? It doesn't care of your it man, woman, what, who are, it's, yeah. what political party you are. It's right. real. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How long were you in the hospital? I was only in uh, for three days, and uh, and when three I got out, yeah. yeah, yeah, when I got out, uh, I almost turned around and went right back because they and and I found out later that was a reaction to the medicine they gave me when I got oh. back home. But it it I, I probably uh, you know was down down for a couple of months after that. You know, it took me a couple of months to get my energy back and strength back and. Uh, and we did, uh, as far as the appraisal practice, you know, we did a lot of houses that were either vacant or the people would not be there when we'd come in. And we would, we would not only put masks on, we put gloves on. So uh, I, I had access to the gloves and the mask and, and we wore those in every property we went to. And then, uh, you know, then you had that flexibility where you didn't have to go in the property in certain instances where you could do drive-bys. And that, that really helped a lot. That, I think that made the property owner 
owners feel more safe. I know it made the appraisers feel safer because let's face it, you know, the, most of the appraisers, most of us are getting up there in age a little bit. And, uh, and it, you know, there was a, it was scary there for a good long while. So that's just a vicious rumor that we're all aged. <laughs> well, what I always say, Joan, if somebody asks me my age, I prefer to give them my effective age. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think my effective age is greater than my chronological. Well, probably is now yeah. too. <laughs> we won't we won't go there. Oh, All right. Shit. Stop waiting 30 plus days to get paid on your appraisal invoices. Cicadi Capital is a simple and secure payment platform that improves your cash flow and reduces the time you have to spend on paperwork and making collection calls. The process is simple. After the initial account setup, simply submit your invoices to Cicadi Capital instead of your AMC or lender. You receive payment the next business day while Cicati Capital collects the payment from them, leaving you with more time to do what you want to do. For additional questions or to set up your account and get paid faster, call Cicati Capital support team at 208-953-7234, 208-953-7234, or email them at support at com. That's support at cicati.com. So... Brian, I'm going to tell appraisers here, there is a little sense of urgency to sign up for both Expo and the USPAP update, uh, USPAP update being optional. And that's on September the 8th at the Bellagio in Las Vegas. Right now, I think we have about 50 in the class. And, yes. and that's a lot. It's probably going to uh, be large enough that we're actually going to have to move to a larger room. And I presume you've got some help you can uh, solicit if, yeah, if yeah, we absolutely. with some big numbers. Yeah. Ben at Appraisery Learning, uh, he'll be there, Jim, Hal, Kim. We're, we, we've got a whole team that's going to be there. We're going to have a booth at the event. So we're oh, excited great. to be oh, there. Great. And uh, there'll be somebody at the booth at all times. So we're, we're excited to be part of this. And absolutely, the more the merrier. We, we, you know, the thing that I ask is, is to keep an open mind. You can always go back to doing things the way you've always done them, right? But I want to maybe move your cheese a little bit. If you haven't read that book, Who Moved My Cheese? I'm going to be moving your cheese a little bit. And the common theme for human beings when that occurs, when I talk about change or when I talk about trying something in a different manner than what you've always done, your immediate inclination is to resist me, right? Because change is hard. Human beings resist change, especially appraisers, right? And so all that I ask that you do is keep an open mind, realize that you're going to resist some of these changes I'm recommending. At the end of the day, you can go back to what you always did, but maybe, just maybe, there's an opportunity here. Maybe there's an opportunity to change what you have been doing and make more money. Amen. Well, with that, uh, so I'm going to remind everybody to go to www.valuationexpo.com, register, get your hotel reservations made, do that. There is a code on our website uh, for you to get the room block. We have sold out our room block three times wow. already, and we keep adding room. So I think we'll be able to, the good news is 
Vegas has lots of hotel rooms. So if you can't <laughs> stay at the host hotel, I'm sure you'll find a room, but it's always fun to stay in the host hotel where all your all your friends are hanging out and where the event is. Uh, but we do have a great rate. So don't forget to make both your hotel reservation and to to book a ticket to Expo. Well, Brian, I look forward to seeing you live and in person and um, so glad. Looks like you're full of energy and fully recovered from COVID and we will see you very soon. Yeah, I I am, Joan, and I'm excited for the Expo. Uh, I think it's going to be a great time. I think it's going to be a fabulous turnout. I encourage people, come to the conference whether you need CE or not right? You're going to have a lot of fun. And most importantly, you're going to learn something. So be sure you check us out at the Val Expo. We're going to have a great time. Well, great. Thank you again. When was the last time you wanted to work more for less money? The appraisal industry is headed that way. You have to do more for the same money, and now you have less time for yourself. Datamaster can change that. With their easy-to-use software, Datamaster lets you spend more time analyzing and less time typing. Plus, you get more information than the other data import products. Head to www.datamasterusa.com buzz for more information and to learn how you can save an hour per report. Thank you. Thanks so much, Joe and Brian. We really appreciate your time today. And we are so excited to see everybody and see all the appraisers in person at Valuation Expo. I think everybody is really excited to break out and get back to handshakes again. Uh, so we're excited for that. Uh, listeners, if you have an idea for a future Buzzcast or would like to be interviewed, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com or head over to the forums at appraisalbuzz.com and let us know how you feel about today's episode. All right. Well, have a great day, everyone.